The Art of Relationships radio show is copyrighted, no use. Intent is to be used without express written consent from The Art of Relationships or myself, Greg Dzinski. Licensed Relationship and Sex Counselor, Greg Dzinski's, also known as Master G, The Art of Relationships will cover crucial elements in rebuilding emotional and physical intimacy in your romantic relationships. He will also welcome live calls from listeners and help him with these very challenges. Heard of the old repetitive and tiresome tit-for-tat arguments? Greg gets to the root of couples' challenges in a quick, matter-of-fact format, plus applies compassion and humor. Join in discovering how to improve your romantic relationship and your own life. Listen, laugh, and climax to a happier you. Greg is a licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan, but to some of us, he is simply known as Master G. Welcome, everybody, to Wednesday night, 8 o'clock here in Michigan. Hopefully everyone's uh, having a great week. Everybody ready to party hardy for the holiday weekend. Coming up 4th of July, starting Friday, maybe Thursday night for a bunch of people. Uh, I talk about sex on this show, right? Talk about sex, talk about relationships. What about those single people out there, right? Are you looking for your loved one, man? Everyone wants the dream, right? Get married, have a couple rugrats, white picket fence, all that, right? How many people out there are okay being single? You know, that's okay too. This is about those out there that are single, that want to be hooked up, not just for a night, but Maybe for the rest of your life, hopefully, right? You want that dream. You want the happy ever after, right? We learned about being single when we were kids, right? All those fantasy fairy tale dreams, right? Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. What else? Cinderella. Oh, my God. So you got what? Snow White, Cinderella. How many other fairy tales out there? What about the Disney, right? Ariel was a mermaid. She was a fish. (laughs) And ends up having legs for her love of her life, right? So how many women out there, let's face it, how many guys out there, right? I want to find a woman that's going to give me sex 24-7, right? Make me happy. Ooh, baby. (laughs) Going to be ready morning, moon, and night. Whenever I want sex, it's going to be awesome. We're not going to argue. She's not going to nag. Not going to bitch at me, right? Just going to be happy, ready to go, hand me a beer, and do me whenever I want. (laughs) Um, As we know, these are all fantasies, right? How can we get the the real thing, man? And not only what I mean real, how can we get most of our expectations? The only problem is when our expectations clash with reality, how do we handle those in single, single life? I guess... Being single, the first thing is you need to find somebody, right? Where do you look? Everybody looks old school when I was like 21, 22 years old, maybe about five years ago. Yeah, I wish. But, um, you know, the bar scene was huge. The Internet was just kicking up, right? So you get introduced from maybe coworkers or people that we worked with when we were our mother's age. I got this great granddaughter. I got this great daughter. Whatever. Um, Hookups might work. You know, getting set up, getting hooked up. For me, in my past, I'm going to tell you, they were a nightmare. Right off the bat, you already have expectations built up, right? The people that set you up, they want it to work. Oh, they're matchmakers, right? Nowadays, it still might work, right? And in Michigan... Uh, there's still quite a few uh, arranged marriages right around the office, Macomb County, Sterling Heights. Um, you know, they're expected to marry within their culture, believe it or not. That still exists today. So, say throughout the cultural dynamics, the arranged marriages, I'm going to hit on when you're single, the first place or first aspect is finding somebody. Where the hell do you find somebody? 
We're all the good guys. We're all the good women. Let's face it, ladies. Most women, they want the bad boys, right? And the guys? Ooh. Do we want the freaks? <laughs> um, maybe some of us do. Uh, we might want, for guys, we want that, what? The old standard, their old uh, R&B sort of hip-hop song, right? Lady in the streets, freak in the sheets. And goes back to the old analogy where guys, right, they want that sex 24-7. <laughs> That's not going to happen. And most guys, most guys, we don't want that, right? Uh, well, we might want it a lot, but maybe not 24-7. At least we want some time to sleep. <laughs> but... um being serious, you know, where can you look? The setups, those might work for some people. I don't highly advise it because of the built-in expectations from it. And it gets awkward if it doesn't work out. I think people that have been through that, most of us have been uh, in that situation one time or another. We have friends, we have relatives that try to set us up. It doesn't work out, and there's that awkwardness, right? Especially if you run into each other at another, say, a mutual family gathering, a wedding, birthday party, anniversary, you know, or fourth, let's face it, this weekend, 4th of July parties, um, and it becomes awkward. You know, what else do you do? The old bar scenario, it might work for some people, right? And you look at the quality of people, you know, is the bar situation, are those... Are those the regular things? You know, the people that do the bar thing every weekend, maybe a couple days during the week, is that their everything? Is that how they live their existence? And are you going to work, you know, try to find a quality of person um, in that situation? Yes, it does happen. Absolutely it happens. That's one thought, but is it rare? Yes, it can be. So what do you do? We have, ooh, that's been around for now a long time. It wasn't when I was younger. But the internet explosive dating scene, right? You have eHarmony, right? Match, plenty of fish. I mean, I, could, I should get paid for announcing them, right? But, uh, you know, the, those aspects. And you look at, and they even made a living, right? People, the MTV series, right? About catfish. You know, you run into people... They have pictures up there, they look nice, sound pleasant, and all of a sudden it's not even close to what they look like. Um, so you have to be careful in that aspect. So where else do you look? You know, the internet dating scene might work. The only thing you can do, you got to be genuine, you got to be real. Unfortunately, a lot of people, and this goes for both genders, right? Both genders might not come real. They might use dated pictures. They might exaggerate on their positives and, of course, downplay their negative. So what do you do? You know what? Do you try that? Yeah, you can try that. No big deal. Keep it short. Keep it simple. If you meet and you're, there's no chemistry, nothing clicking, you know, you can cut it short. I'm not really what you're looking for. Whatever. You can be honest and go from there. You don't want to waste your time. You know, if you know it ain't going to work... Why are you going to waste your an hour, two hours, whatever? And that's not fair to you or the other person. By all means, you can try the internet dating aspect, right? Um, it does work for many, and it, you have to be careful. Though. You always want to be safe, uh, especially you ladies out there, right? There's some wicked women out there, too. But ladies, you need to be safe, right? Meet in public places, that's all common sense. However, some people... Let's face it, when you're craving that love life and you're, I mean, it's something you long for and you think it's a perfect guy, you might do something you ordinarily don't do. But be safe out there. What about other places? Shit. What about grocery stores, right? What about malls? Everybody knows, right? The gym. That's a huge pickup place. Eh, Maybe, maybe not. Somebody, that's all they want to do is hold a conversation when they're all dripping in sweat and uh, on the elliptical or uh, treadmill or anything. You're all dripping in sweat and you're trying to hold a conversation with them. That could be a spot too. Um, beaches. 
you know, there's a lot of other things. People that are religious or go to church, that could be another avenue as well, right? Um, there's a lot of other places that a lot of people don't even realize. Oh, how can I pick someone up or how can I meet someone in a grocery store, a mall, um, a church gathering? These are all aspects, and it starts with communication, right? One of the first aspects is how do you hit on this? What do I start with? A lot of people are shy. When I teach human sexually or human sexually human sexuality classes, sorry about that. Um, I ask ladies, you know, how many ladies in here have asked a guy out? Have asked for his number? You know what? I might get one, maybe two out of 30, 35 women. And I get comments all the time. You know what? Greg, that's a guy's job, right? The guys are supposed to be the pursuer. What I said, you know what? It's 2014. Let's flip that script and change that. What would it take and why won't you ask a guy out? And don't tell me it's a guy's job, right, ladies? What? What can you do? Why don't you pursue this, ladies? And when it all comes out, said and done, the bottom issue is they're afraid of rejection. And I'm like, really? No kidding. So you leave it up to the guys to be rejected, right? Be humiliated. Ladies, by all means, man, don't be afraid to initiate. We know you flirt with the guy. We know you flirt, bat those eyes, and get those guys to talk to you, right? So it's okay for you to initiate a conversation. By all means, absolutely. Now, the old adage, oh, if you pursue a guy, you give a guy your number, he's automatically thinking I'm easy, I'm a slut, he's going to score. Not always. So you need to wipe that away. And if he does think that or has that attitude, you don't want him anyways, right? So you need to dismiss him. You need to diss him. So by all means, ladies, go about it. Ask. Bat those eyes. Talk. Be okay to be assertive. And after the first break, I'm going to get into how do you start conversations, right? And everybody's heard of those corny one-liners. I'm not a big fan of, but I'm, uh, I'll come back and give you guys some tips. And part of all this, when I get on uh, further into the show tonight, I'm going to hit on a lot of aspects that are honestly, believe it or not, going to help with couples and give you tips for couples that might help you resonate maybe why you fall in love again and hit on those to reignite and I touched on that about you know reigniting or relighting the flame and the passion in your romance a lot of these things can help trigger that and for couples too so I'm gonna hit on all this hopefully everyone's having a awesome Wednesday uh, evening and I'm going to be back uh, real soon and uh, be back. Remember, oh, I apologize. Uh, you can call in, please. Uh, phone number is 586-840-8608. With any questions you have, please feel free. Uh, again, number is 586-840-8608. And join me online chat. This is The Art of Relationships with Greg Dzinski, or Master G. <laughs> Check out PPRNlive.com. They have shows every Tuesday, Wednesday evening from 7 to 10 p.m. You want some hilarious hosts, hilarious guests, plus upcoming new stars of the band future? Check out PPRNlive.com. If you're looking for that unique, cool fashion statement, check out Shoes by Shay on Facebook. She has hand-painted, uh, hand-designed canvas shoes for you, your loved one. It's an inspirational piece unique to your own taste. Check out Shoes by Shay on Facebook. Again, that's Shoes by Shay on Facebook.
Hey everybody, I'm back. Uh, welcome to Wednesday night, the Art of Relationships radio show with Greg Dzinski. Um, Talking about singles and trying to find that special person, right? The special lady, special man in your life. Um, you know, I talked about where to look, of course, before the break. Everyone's going to say I'm crazy. Grocery stores, believe me, <laughs> you can talk to about anyone. And a lot of people, what comes down to about asking, and this, like I mentioned about ladies thinking it's a guy's job when it comes, you know, to ask for their phone numbers, to ask them out for whatever. You know, it all comes down to taking a risk and the fear of rejection, trying to fight through that. And if it was, oh, well, you try to learn and eventually it's going to happen. <clears throat> so what do you do? You know, the bar, you have liquid courage going all up. I'm not a big fan of the corny, everybody knows them, the corny one-liners, right? A big thing that helps with the corny one-liners. Guys, come on now. I think they're corny. I laugh. All this stuff. You know, they even tied it in with a commercial on TV about the internet, right? <gasps> oh, did it hurt when you fell from heaven, right? Uh, we all know these lines. They're cool. The one thing about one-liners, if you use these so-called corny one-liners, you use them and you sort of laugh. Okay, you got to laugh like you know they're corny, okay, and sort of make a joke about it. That can work very well. And ladies, it can work for you too, believe me. Um, so if you use these one common one-liners, everybody's heard, whatever, okay, laugh about it. Make fun with it. Have a joke with it. And just go with it. But make sure you have fun. If you're serious and use them, man, they're going to laugh at you. And I'm going to be honest with you, they probably have a right to be laughed. And I'm all about building up everybody's self-esteem, self-worth, making everybody feel happy and healthy about themselves. But I'm also here to teach you. If you're going to act foolish, we got to sort of teach you not to be. So if you're going to use the one-liners and be sort of a serious or try to, you know, make them work as a tagline, man, a lot of times it ain't going to work. So if you're going to use them, make a joke of them. Laugh. Joke around about it. Like you know it's a joke. She's going to know it's a joke. Um, and you can go from there, okay? Another aspect is what about not using any gimmicks, just being real? You know what? Just being real. One way to grab a lot of people's attention, guys, I think we love it too, but women, ooh, they love to be flattered, right? Now, you can use simple one-liners in the grocery store, malls, at the gym. Simple, you want to be genuine, you want to be legit, and you want to come real. It could be simple one-liners, man. You know what? Nice hair. You know what? I love your hair. You can use, but you want to pick on something. It could be a bracelet, a ring, shoe. You know how cool shoes you got. You're being genuine, and it's real. Something you actually find maybe attractive or that sticks out on a woman. Now, let's face it, guys. If you think her ass or her uh, breasts, tits, whatever you want to call them, are hot, whatever, I don't advise you to say, oh, baby, nice ass. No. <laughs> She's going to think you're a pig and a dog. And I, you know what? Rightfully so. She, she has a right to. So you be honest. You hit on something that is not overly sexual, if you will. That's not coming out that you're being a pig. Okay? It could be hair. Um, it could be eyes, of course. That's a big one. And it could be a piece of jewelry. It could be a, a shirt, dress, shoes. You can hit on those aspects without being overly sexual. You just hit those one legs and wait for her. Maybe she will, thanks. Ooh. And then you can go from there, right? You wait for, oh, thanks, I appreciate it. Oh, man, where'd you get that? You, um, you can start a conversation there, and it's very, very hard when you are, you know, you're uneasy, you're shy. And everybody talks about confidence, right? Women are attracted to confidence. There's no BS in that. 
That is legit. It's real. Now, they're not talking about arrogance. I mentioned before, arrogance is not the same, right? You can be confident, look at your faults. That's cool. Arrogance, that's a big turnoff to a lot of women. Okay. The bad boy image that a lot of women look at as well, it's usually a man that can speak his mind, not afraid to be real with her, to tell her how he feels, no matter if it hurts her feelings or pisses her off. But he's being real. He's not afraid to be a man and tell her. You know, he's not going to kiss her butt, tell her everything she wants to hear. That's not being real, true confidence, okay? So with the, going back to the one-liners, um... You know, be genuine, be yourself, and hit on something you actually like about the person. It's not coming across as fake. That's going to be a key component, okay? So you, you can use those um, even on the online sites, the dating sites. You know, you can key in on a picture and all this stuff. And I've heard so many comments from, you know, women I got, you know, clients, whatever, students, whatever. Uh, they tell me about how many... Guys are being pigs, you know, showing naked pictures. I'll leave it at that. Naked picture, asking their favorite sexual position, all this stuff. You know, those are huge turnoffs for women. Let's face it, when you're first getting to know them. You know, when you're first meeting somebody and say one of your one-liners, genuine, you're being honest, and then you, you know what, I'd love to give you a call sometime or whatever, you know, could I give you my number or can I take your number? Um, and then call it. Don't wait that corny-ass three-day rule. If you like them, want to ask them out, do it. Don't wait that corny three-day rule. That's a bunch of BS. And I think that's child's play, okay? Be an adult and then go from there. So, um, you're coming real. You're being genuine. Say you do meet for a drink, coffee, something casual, okay? I'm always about... Being casual. What you want to do is you don't want to come up in that first conversation, like I said before. Oh, by the way, you know, what's your favorite sexual position? Because if you don't like this, it's a deal breaker for me. Some things are deal breakers, but maybe that's not the time to do it. (laughs) Deal breakers might be. You keep it non-sexual, okay? Deal breakers, of course, everybody, you know, it could be drugs. It could be anything, you know? I have, I'm a single mother. I hate to pick on, you know, stereotypical. I'm a single mother. I got 10 kids from 10 baby daddies. Or let's switch it around. You're a baby daddy, and you have 10 kids from 10 different mamas. So... You know, everyone's got deal breakers, but this is a point. Keep it light, but be yourself. So many people come up with so many friends. And I joke around about this, um, helping people out in the dating world. And also, you know, with students and stuff, too. About how many people come up on the first date or first meeting, whatever you want to call it, and puke out their guts, all their bad stuff. Everyone puts on that front, puts on that persona, that persona is a mask, right? Not your true self. You know, no one's going to go out there, yeah, you know what, I've been in prison uh, about three times and whatever, right? i got to make sure they like me first. But you can come real. And the amount you disclose, of course, is, you know, it's up to you. You can be real and honest. I'm all for that, okay? But come real. Don't put on an act. Don't put on some fake, false pretense. A lot of people do, right? And another thing about the online dating aspect, you have to be careful. Um, There's a lot of, let's face it, there's a lot of married people on those online sites too that come across as fake, that they're uh, divorced and they're not. And that goes, that's not just men. That's the ladies out there too, that they're actually not, you know, they're divorced. They have no plans leaving husbands or guys have no plans leaving their family so you those are important things and how do you sniff those out there can be some smooth people out there you tend to go with your gut instinct okay now the going back you know the single life you got somebody and what do you do you know everyone wants that pursuit of happiness right what is happiness 
This is part of getting to know somebody. What makes you happy, as everybody knows, might not make somebody else happy, right? So what's important to you? You better have a good idea about what would make you happy. This isn't looking for perfection, right? I'm going to get in uh, Soulmates and Twin Flames um, a little bit later in the show. But, you know, everyone wants that perfection. Nobody's perfect. And if you come real, you look at what would make me happy, okay? And what can I tolerate? Not only for a day, for a year, maybe a lifetime, right? Because number one thing, it's funny. Because a lot of people sit there and say, you know what? I'm sick of this. I can't stand it. And it's 10 years later and their partner has no clue about it, right? And it comes up 10 years. The only thing that's changed is your tolerance for that. So you look at really what would make you happy? What would make you happy with a partner? You know, is it sharing the same religious beliefs? Sexual chemistry, let's face it, people, that is a huge one. You know, if you are very sexual and you end up being with someone, you might like them, even love them. And they want sex maybe once a month, maybe once every other month, a couple times a year. You know what? That's going to be a huge issue. And you could tease yourself, lie to yourself, be in denial. That's going to come back and bite you in the butt. So, you know, it could be sexual aspects are important, religious aspects. What happens if another one, you want kids and the other person doesn't? You know, these are all huge aspects. Of course, the number one thing everybody knows, the chemistry has to be there. You know, chemistry has to be there. If it isn't there... Chances are it will never be there. And I mentioned in other shows, everyone says you need to be friends first before you get in a relationship. I think, I'm sorry, I think that's a bunch of bull. I think friendship can develop, but the chemistry has to be there. Yes, there are people that have been friends maybe a couple years, end up dating, they fall in love, they have chemistry. Yes, it does work, but it's rare. Most people, you know, building on friends, the friendship can build. But the chemistry has to be there, okay? And the likes. What each would make you happy? Okay? And then you get into, you know, traits, characteristics. You know, what are you like? And they always talk about opposites attract. Yeah, they do. But if they're severe opposites, ooh. You know what? You might clash down the road. The only time I see where severe um, opposites might work and it's sort of an unhealthy situation or pathetic. You have a control freak and it could be the guy or a woman. It's not gender bias. You have a control freak and you have a yes dear, a doormat, pathetic, yes dear, whatever you want. Chances are, you know what, that's going to work. Other than that, you know what, severe opposites might not work. The same aspect goes for people that are almost identical. And can you imagine, those that have watched or fans of the Big Bang Theory ever seen it with Sheldon, can you imagine two Sheldons together? They drive each other nuts and they kill each other. Two people that are almost identical, people think they would get along well, not necessarily. They could clash. They both want it their own way, but they're identical. They should have their own way. That means they have their own each perceptions, and they might think those perceptions are always right, like Sheldon on the Big Bang Theory again, right? So, you know, you look at these aspects, and it's not, I'm not in big overanalyzing uh, people, even my clients. I don't like to overanalyze. You don't judge, but you sort of go with the chemistry aspect and go from there. What you can deal with, what would make you happy, the key components, okay? What is happiest to you, okay? Then you go, you build on those traits and characteristics. And how do you do it? You learn by talking, people. And everybody, yeah, texting, email, technology, all over this, right? Face-to-face, do you really get to know somebody through a text, right? How many things are taken out of context or emails and you don't know that person? You don't know how they act in public. You don't know, um, say you're eating out and they're talking with their mouth full of food, slobbered all over. 
burping all over. Um, and in text, they sound phenomenal. Guys, would you like a woman like that? Everyone's thinking it's a guy doing it. No, there's some women that do it too. So, you know, you you have to by spending time, okay? Texting is great, and it can bring you close and share ideas, but you really don't know that person until reality sets in, until you meet them face-to-face, until you get a good vibe on their actions in different settings, right? The big thing, another thing that goes on about expectations, right? This is my perfect lover. This is, I've been there. I think most of us have, right? Oh my God, I found my soulmate. And then, six months later, you're like, oh shit. (laughs) Maybe not so. The reality sets in. Most people start showing their true colors, I think, within like about three months. Uh, Some people might hide it more than that. But usually true colors start showing out within three months. Maybe if they're good, maybe three to six. But usually a good rule of thumb is three months. So you meet this person, everything clicks. And what about expectations? Right from there expectations start kicking right and we'll be back talking about expectations again you can find me check me out my facebook blog the art of uh, relationships and i will be back in a few minutes thank you everybody member uh, 586-840-8608 you can join me on chat live this is the Art of Relationships radio show. Talk to you soon. Check out PPRNlive.com. They have shows every Tuesday, Wednesday evening from 7 to 10 p.m. You want some hilarious hosts, hilarious guests, plus upcoming new stars of the band future? Check out PPRNlive.com. If you're looking for that unique, cool fashion statement, check out Shoes by Shay on Facebook. She has hand-painted, uh, hand-designed canvas shoes for you, your loved one. It's an inspirational piece unique to your own taste. Check out Shoes by Shay on Facebook. Again, that's Shoes by Shay on Facebook. And I'm back, people, after a short little break. Give out a shout to Gus's Coney Island here in Mount Clements, uh, downtown Main Street across from the Mount Clements uh, Corps, or I should say the Macomb County Corps. That's Gus's Coney Island. They're open seven days a week. Uh, Good food, great dessert, and phenomenal service. Uh, Usually smiling, joking around. It's a great family environment. So check out Gus's Coney Island, Main Street, downtown Mount Clements, across from the Macomb County Court buildings. Okay, going back into the the single aspects, right? And talking about expectations. How many people run away with expectations, right? You already start daydreaming. And this is not only... Women, right? We're always assuming women start planning weddings and all this stuff, getting close, lovey-dovey. It's the guys too, right? It's both. I don't think it is a gender issue. It is an individual individual issue to where, um, you know, expectations. I think that's a 
That's a very natural, very human thing. So we start playing, oh, we're going to get good. What are we going to do? And I talked about the other uh, show ago with about dating someone with kids, you know, if they have kids, you know, if they've been married, uh, divorced, whatever. And, you know, what is your views on expectations? Okay, we've been dating uh, a week, a month, right? When do we introduce the kids to the other one? I touched on that, right, before, right? So, you know, all these expectations, what else do you hit on to see if this person is a good fit for you? I'm not into so much about the you throw in a computer scantron and you're building, picking out your perfect partner, right? But the expectations are huge. What happens if you're a city person and you're person you're dating or looking to date, whatever, wants to live in the country on a farm, have cows, chickens, and goats. It's not a bad or wrong thing. It's just you want different things. And that person that wants to farm, whatever, can't stand the city love. They can't stand all the noise, the hustle and bustle, right? The busy streets, the traffic, um, that type of life. So those are, you know, aspects about expectations. What type of life do you want? What do you plan? What do you do with your life? Um, Let's face it, a lot of people might view money as a big issue too, right? I got expectations that my wife or husband is going to make X amount of dollars a year. If they don't make at least $60,000 a year, I'm looking for somebody else. Ooh, you know what? That's pretty cold. But again, This is about you and your happiness, right? So is that being cold? That's all in perception, right? So, you know, all these expectations. Do you want somebody that's college educated or that doesn't matter? You know, in the sitting world, the city world, sorry, in the single life, in the single world, you know, these expectations, you want to be real, you want to be, You know, not overblown, not exaggerated. But some of them, these expectations, what your life is, is huge. And one of those things, you know, you're in a situation, oh, I can't wait to be married, we're going to live happily ever after. And all of a sudden, a year or two, three years into the marriage, you're like, damn, what do I do now, right? Okay, I hit on religious views, kids. All these are part of expectation. What about work hours? It's very, very difficult. Not impossible, but it's difficult. I deal with a ton of couples where maybe he works midnights, she works days, and they don't see each other that much. You know what? They're passing in a night. They text. They might see each other a day on the weekend. That's about it. So would you want that in your life? Not that it's a bad thing, and everybody knows the economic standing of the country's in the toilet, and... It might be all you have going on right now. So how can you maintain that? And expectations, you know, that's real. Oh, we'll make it work. We love each other and all this stuff. But when reality sets in, okay, how are we going to make it work? How are we going to make it work? Those expectations you are, but you need to be reality. Single people out there, you know, how are we going to make it work? And this is where I can come in with the tips for couples, right? If there's shift changes, they lose job, get another job. How are you going to make that work? Okay? Now, the big thing about singles out there, and I hit on this, is I want my soulmate. No kidding. All of us want that soulmate. That we can't live without that person, right? Hmm. Is that possible? How many people out there think that that's possible. I think, and I've talked about this before to a lot of people, I think soulmates, and I talked about this on my blog on Facebook a couple months ago, I think soulmates can be found. I think this is very, very, very rare, but I think soulmates can be found. However, most people I ask, you know, you meet someone when you're single and you have all these expectations, what's it take? You know, everyone looks at You know, what's it take to be soulmates? How can you make each other your soulmate? And this is tied in with the expectations, right? Everybody's looking at, okay, you need to do this, you need to do this to make me happy, to meet my expectations. Ah, 
I want to flip that script again. What are you doing to meet that other person's expectation? And what are you doing to maybe make yourself that other person's soulmate? So it's a give and take. A lot of single people go out there and they have checklists, right? Oh, ladies, I hate to bash on you, but you got checklists, right? First thing I ask, do you have a job? You got to make X amount of money. Da, 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 da. Right? You have a list going, what Prince Charming looks like, right? Or Christian Grey, right? Everybody here, Christian Grey out there, right? Ooh. From what? The trilogy, right? Ooh. So, you look at all this stuff and expectations and how can you make each other your soulmates. Again, tips for couples to apply here what are you doing to make yourself soulmates on a daily basis instead of always worrying about what that person's giving you your needs are important but so are your partners and being single you know what you need to apply this too because it's going to make expectations more realistic and it's going to make you more humble more caring more giving hopefully where you both ah if you have both people that are single, getting into a relationship, and you both are dedicated to making each other your soulmate, ooh, you know what? That builds chemistry. That builds the friendship I talked about at the beginning, right? Okay. Now, talking about soulmates, there's a theory out there about twin flames, right? There's a big debate about soulmates and twin flames. The twin main theory sort of goes, you know, that you're reincarnated, that your twin flame was split off from you as yourself. And if you find that twin flame of the opposite gender, maybe it could be even a lesbian or homosexual in nature too, right? I'm not biased. But that that twin flame splits off from you when you die, you get you sort of reincarnated or and your quest is to find that your twin, your twin flame, which is not unrelated to your flamemate, but it's more deeper, more spiritual in relation, okay? Um, you know, what are you doing to make each other your soulmates, and how can you be a better partner? And being a single person, is it always about looking for that true one, that person? But what are you doing to be that true one? Are you able to work on your faults? And let's face it, how many people out there are single partner? You know, he says, she says, so pick out the bad. But how many people are attuned to pick out the good in people, too? In a single life, the biggest thing you can do to attract more people is to be positive, right? People that are positive draw more people to them. Let's face it, it's addicting. So in your single life, you can be positive. How many people want to go around, you know, being negative? That's not attractive, and it's very difficult if you're, you know, a depressed state. You don't feel good about yourself. How can I come across and be, again, not fake, but be genuine and be positive? That draws more people into you, single people. So what about your life? This may be looking at your life, maybe not what you have, but also what you're going after and what you, um, what you currently do have versus what you don't have. Everybody's heard this. This is nothing new. To be more appreciative about what you have. And maybe if you don't have a lot or you don't like your life now, that doesn't mean it's going to stay that way. That you can work and become more happier and pursue your happiness. That draws people in. That draws people and attracts more people to you. Another thing, oh my God, is laughter. Joking. People that know me, um, students that know me, uh, clients would, I can be a huge smart ass, a little cocky, maybe. <laughs> um, I'm not arrogant, but you can joke in laughter. But we all know people that carry this too far, right? They're joking all the time. They're, you know, cutting each other up, making fun all the time. This can get old. This can be very annoying because they're not taken seriously, right? Maybe it's a defense mechanism. Maybe they're afraid to show their heart, right? To show their whole vulnerability to somebody. But joking around is great. It's a great way to joke around. You pit fun against each other. That's all great. A little razz. And that builds chemistry and also fuels a passionate fire too in most people. However, if you take it too far, 
what starts happening, right? People get offended. They might not like you. So you don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. Joking around is great. A lot of people need to do that and implement that more in their life more. And that also kicks up the endorphins and has people look at, you know, more of a positive attitude on life. Again, that draws attention to you. That's a good thing. So work on that, okay? Be genuine. Don't be fake. Don't be put this facade up because most people out there, especially adults, can see through it and think it's sort of false confidence, right? So whatever it takes, look at your, you know, the positive things about you that look at those and center on those to build that confidence, okay? And there's a tagline too. You know, the build... A relationship, you know, you might not want to puke your guts out right up front, right? But when things start clicking, chemistry is there. Um, the big thing is about any relationship and tips for couples is, you know what? Conversations about love and sex begin in the heart, right? Without the heart, all those words, all of our words are just empty, so if you bring from a place of being sincere from the heart, being genuine from the heart, right? And out of learning about somebody and not about you all the time, that can build within someone's heart and that can be very attractive, right? When you care about somebody and actually genuinely care about them and it's not just about getting in their pants, right? Everybody knows, you know, there's booty calls out there. And if you're both willing, both adults, and both okay with it, that's up to you. No big deal. But if you're looking for love of the life in your potential soulmate, you know what? You want to be sincere. And if you talk out of love, if you talk out of maybe a love for people and talk from your heart in a genuine fashion, that becomes more attractive people. Okay, that you actually care about that person. How many people go on that first date? I've been there, maybe we all have. How many go on that first date and that person is talking, oh my God, all about them? They don't ask you a question about you. Right? That might tell you that person is maybe insecure or maybe it's just all about them. I would think maybe more it's all about them. That they're not taking the time to get to know me. That that comes across as maybe very self-indulgent. Maybe very selfish. Maybe, hmm, they're trying to sell themselves to you too much, right? So, are you that person that's single? Do you do that on a first date? Is it all about you? You know what? Ask. Ask questions about the other person. It makes them feel important. makes them feel like you're paying attention. Everybody knows this. First date. Put the damn phone away, people. I get it. If you have kids, I get it. You know, if you have kids, you have a sitter, there's an emergency. You know what? I get that. Put it on vibrate, okay? Don't have it out and you're checking your phone all the time. You know what? I'd be like, later. <laughs> you know what? When you have more time, and I understand, an emergency with the kids, you have a new sitter, you know, I get that, and there's some understanding to be said there. But if you, oh, my friend just texted me, wondered how things are going, and you're texting back and forth with a friend, you know what, I'm out of there. And I think, you know what, don't disrespect that person you're with, okay? And right away, you deserve to be dismissed. Ladies. I'm going to give you another tip, and some women I have issue have issues with me on this, okay? You're on a first date. You know what? And you ladies out there always assume the guy needs to pay, right? Another tip for single ladies out there. You know what? That's very attractive. And I talk to many men out there, single guys, married guys, um, myself personally, that you know what? Even if the guy... Ask you out, okay? And it's the first day. Oh, guys, I'm I'm old school, and it cracks me up. I'm very uh, I'm very traditional, right? I'm very traditional, and the guy pays whatever, right? 
Well, in this day and age, nobody has a lot of money. We know that. And you expect a guy to pay? Why is that fair? Okay? I'm getting biased. And my rule of thumb is I don't care, um, you know, how attractive, whatever. If physical chemistry, you know, that they do not at least offer to pay. That doesn't mean you have to pay. That they don't offer to pay or at least leave the tip. You know what? They're not getting a second date. Period. If they don't at least offer. That doesn't mean they have to pay. But that tells me where their mindset is. Could I be wrong? You know what? I'm not going to take the time to find out if I'm wrong. Okay? Or they can offer. Oh, even if... Oh, you know what? I can get it next time. I can whatever. You know, ladies that want to be taken care of that... Always talk about, oh, I'm old-fashioned. The guys guys always should pay, right? Ooh. And I, I love throwing this out there, right? Do you believe in premarital sex? And they tell me, well, yeah, yeah, I do, absolutely. Then don't tell me you're old-fashioned, right? Don't pick and choose when you're going to say you're old-fashioned. You know, don't pick and choose to search your needs. A lot of guys out there, there might be guys paying child support, um, if they have kids, you know, nobody has a lot of money, but at least offer. That says, you know, you're genuine, you're sincere, and you're not all about that. That you actually care, you actually get it. Okay? So, a lot of women out there are going to be pissed off at me. Well, if they ask, they should be willing to pay everything. You know what? Be sincere, be genuine, at least offer to leave the tip, whatever. It's not always fair that guys, it's 2014, people. And I get it. Ladies, if you have kids, you might have to pay a sitter. And believe me, a lot of guys, we take that into consideration too, okay? Or, you know, especially those ladies out there that have kids 24-7. But again, you know what, ladies? That's not our fault. So don't use that as a damn it dial for us. You know, be sincere, be genuine, at least offer, okay? When you do offer, I'm going to tell you, most men are very attracted to that. That tells them you are not looking at that situation, okay? Or if ladies, if you ask a guy out, you know what? Guys, I agree. You need to offer to pay too. I'm not biased here. There's some guys out there and there's a lot of women out there that are always paying for the guy. You know what? That's not right either. The guy should offer to pay once in a while and also should offer to, you know, leave the tip too. You know what? I know you said you'd pay, but at least let me offer to pay the tip. Guys, it should work. You know, that should work both ways. So I'm not all about bashing the ladies. It's about mutual respect and understanding. If not, that comes from me, that person. You know what? That person's not for me. Might be for somebody else. Good luck for you. Good luck to you if you're looking for that. That is that is a huge thing. Okay? So, hopefully everybody learned a lot tonight. I got a few minutes late, or a few minutes early here. It's 8.54 here in Michigan. want to recap. Again, be real. Single people out there, I don't care if it's the grocery store, malls, wherever. Bus stops. There's ways you can talk to people. Right? If you're going to use the corny one-liners, you fell from heaven, all this stuff, right? Oh, baby, I got blown up. You're the bomb. We've all heard the one-liners, okay? If you're going to use the corny one-liners, laugh about it. Make them a joke, you know what? They can work, but you got to joke about them. You got to come real as a joke that you know they're corny. And if you're coming at the real, a lot of time, guys... You're going to be dismissed, right? You're going to be hanging with your tail between your legs, walking back. Um, So if you're going to use the one-liners, make them a joke. Come with that. Laugh about them. Very cool. Again, the one-liners. And ladies, you can use these too. It's 2014, so by all means, pursue us, guys. I think it's very flattering. And most guys, most guys love this too. So be brave. Take that risk like we do. Um, the one-liners, you know, be genuine. 
be sincere about it. You know what? Oh my God, your hair is gorgeous. Uh, your hair is beautiful. You hit on, you know, or a piece of that. Oh, you know what? That necklace is pretty cool. You know, that shirt's pretty, you know, pretty wild. I love it. Um, hit those one-liners, but be sincere about it. You're genuine. You're being honest. So they're not really one-liners. You get it? And if she engages in a conversation or he, ladies, right, you're going to try to engage too. You're going to try to be assertive and try to go after maybe guys you're attracted to or you might want to talk to. This works both ways. So don't tell me you're chicken and taking a risk, ladies, okay? You be genuine. You look at other expectations, right? What are your expectations for a happy marriage, a happy relationship? Maybe, of course, a big expectation I talked about. One might want kids, the other one doesn't or can't have kids anymore or whatever. But not only that, you know, expectations are um, about what makes each other happy, right? Maybe they don't ever want to get married, and you do. That's a big deal. You know, these are all things about, it starts with talking, communicating, showing an interest in somebody, right? We've all been shot down, right? We've all been maybe humiliated, shot down. Oh, so what? You know what? I'm going to try again, right? Rule of thumb is you get shot down, not for me, no big deal. I'm going to try again, right? You learn. You know, maybe... Not to overanalyze it, you know, did it come across as confident? Did it come across as smiling, as being positive? Or did it come across hanging your head? Yeah, it's a beautiful thing. I know you're not going to like me anyways, but you know what? Oh, don't come that way. Be positive. Come real. Come genuine with a smile on your face, people. Everybody have a happy weekend. Those, please, that are listening live, remember you can tell your friends. Uh, you can find this on Spreaker.com, The Art of Relationships, under my name, Greg Dzinski or Master G. You can also find recorded podcasts on Facebook. I usually try to post them on the main page, The Art of Relationships, my page, Greg Dzinski. Um, and those of you, please, you can feel free to join the uh, Art of Relationships group. You do have to ask permission to join that group, okay? Um, because uh, maybe language, every, everything goes on that page, okay? So I want to make sure it's uh, appropriate. I don't want, you know, teenagers uh, showing up on there. Or, uh, that might be inappropriate content for them. So I do ask that you send an invite to me as well on Facebook. But I... Try to keep up with the blog on uh, the Art of Relations page on Facebook as a blog to help people out there. Try to hit on, I know I center on couples, sexual issues, challenges out there, um, but I try to hit on center, uh, single aspect, people out there too. I don't want to ignore them. Um, Everybody have a happy, safe, productive uh, 4th of July weekend. Productive, I mean, single people out there. Take a risk. Go out there. Go after it, okay? Happy Independence Day, America, everybody else. Again, as usual, much love to everybody. Thanks again for all the support out there. I appreciate it. Again, this show is for you, for you, the people out there. Hopefully making happy, healthier lives, relationships. Keep it going, people. I appreciate all the support. Take care. Licensed Relationship and Sex Counselor, Greg Dazinskis, also known as Master G, The Art of Relationships will cover crucial elements in rebuilding emotional and physical intimacy in your romantic relationships. He will also welcome live calls from listeners in helping with these very challenges. Heard of the old repetitive and tiresome tit-for-tat arguments? Greg gets to the root of couples' challenges in a quick, matter-of-fact format, plus applies compassion and humor. Join in discovering how to improve your romantic relationship and your own life. Listen, laugh, and climax to a happier you. Greg is a licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan, but to some of us, he is simply known as Master G.